Vera Payne. Jack Sheldy is a DJ and producer based out of San Diego, California that goes by the name of Pepper Jack. Let's find out why he has caught the attention of many industry professionals and fans alike since his 2022 debut. Thanks for joining me, Pepper Jack. Thanks for having me on, Mason. You know, I read that you were classically trained. At what age did you start your training? So I actually started learning classical music around the age of 10. I started playing the piano from a next door neighbor that I had actually. And then I transitioned that into being a cellist. And I was the first chair in our orchestra in junior high and high school for a while. And I ended up playing the cello for about eight years, learned a lot of sheet music, how to read music, how to play in a quartet, how to play in an orchestra. I was in a symphony for a while. So yeah, it's been a lot of different classical training before I got into electronic music later on in my life. That's an impressive resume. How did you go from classically trained to gravitating towards dance music? Yeah, so that's a great question, actually, because I've had a really diverse background in music. I started in symphonies and quartets and orchestras and that sort of thing. And then I actually got into rock music after that. So I was in a garage band in my friend's garage. We would get up and get together after school. We went to the same high school and just jam out. I was on the guitar. We had a we had a keyboardist. We had a singer. We play anything from blues to jazz to rock music. And that was a lot of fun. So I think that transition for me from like the orchestra setting into a rock band and then finally into electronic music was just kind of natural for me because I was going from an instrument that wasn't that high tech, it wasn't amplified at all to something that was amplified and I could create distortion on on the amp I had with my guitar and then eventually buying software and getting even more high tech by getting into house music and electronic music production. So for me, I think it was just that transition of getting more and more electronic, more and more amplified and exploring all the capabilities I had at my disposal, especially I felt like it was pretty unique having that classical background and just knowing what I know about music theory, chord progressions, minor scales, major scales, all of that knowledge I had. Because I feel like a lot of people in Ableton kind of get into it from the DJ side, like they DJ venues and that sort of thing. And they get into it from a social aspect and then they buy Ableton and get into production. But for me, it was really about using and channeling the skills I had with symphony aspects, with knowing my my skills, my chord progressions and music theory and coming into electronic music from that background. So I, I felt like that was kind of unique for, for my skill set and something that I always wanted to pursue eventually. You know, the more DJs that I talk to, the more I realized how they start their career in one place and they'll end up in a totally different genre. Did that happen to you? Did you start out in like trance or dubstep and you found out that, no, man, I really like house? Yeah, so I love all types of electronic music. I I love dubstep. I grew up listening to Skrillex. I love house music, trance. I, I love trap music. Like I listen to all of those. And when I first started producing music, I told myself I'd write one track in each of those genres. So I pretty much wrote one track in each genre and then decided on one that, that felt the most natural to me and where the most opportunities and possibilities were for me. So I, I feel like house for me gives me that that hope that I can maybe cross over into other genres, which is really exciting for me. Like if I look at bigger artists like Peggy Goo, I see her collaborating with Lenny Kravitz. So that's kind of combining the house space with the rock space. 
you see John Summit collaborating with Subtronics. So that's a crossover from house to dubstep. And then you have so many different genres within house. You have deep house, progressive house, melodic house, tech house, pop house. So there's just so many opportunities and possibilities within house. And that's really what drew me to focus on one genre. I do think it's really important to just focus and hone in on on one genre so you're not spreading yourself too thin and just kind of you're focusing your creativity on one aspect and one kind of BPM or, or speed that you're going after. And it lets your fans kind of understand who you are and what your brand is from an artist's perspective. So that's kind of my background with choosing house over other genres, but it was a tough decision for me. Since you came from a really unique background, what challenges have you faced when it comes to breaking into the music industry? That's a good one. So I'd say challenges-wise, breaking into the industry, I don't come from within the industry. I obviously come from outside of it, with my background being in more of a classical music theory, sheet music type of background, and then rock music. My background isn't really coming from it from a social side or a DJ side where I'm already in the industry and I have those connections built. That being said, that is something that I'm focusing on now with myself coming from like that background of music theory and then getting into software with the Ableton system and writing music within software programs. Now I need to bring that more full scale into like festivals and networking and going to clubs and meeting people. So I would say challenges wise, that's that's probably what it is for me is just I'm not really inside the industry quite yet. And that's something that I'm, I'm trying to work on is like getting to those events and making those connections in person. But since I didn't come to music from a DJ background, it was more of a classical rock background. I don't really have all of those like social networking and, and booking connections that other artists may have coming to it from a DJ side first. So tell me about the inspiration behind your latest release, Believe. So the inspiration for Believe was really around the vocal. So everything that I did in that track was really around not covering up the vocal. I thought the vocal was so beautiful, the the vocal that was recorded for that track. And it's it's funny, the vocal was actually there before the instrumental in this case. I know probably most times the instrumental's written first and then there's a vocalist that sings over it. But in this case, I heard the vocal and I wrote the track around the vocal just because I thought the vocal was so beautiful and the delivery was so nice. The singer really reminded me of Rufus Dussault, who's one of my biggest inspirations. They're really big in San Diego. They have a huge following there. I met their lead singer in Oakland at a show one time and was really inspired by Rufus Dussault. So that's what that vocal reminded me of. And I just wanted to write a track that really brought in like the uniqueness behind my natural sound in Pepper Jack, like my signature sound plus a Rufus Dussault vibe and then see what that got me. I think it turned out true to my sound while also true to that vocal. And all of the instrumental was focused around not covering up the vocal, not distracting from the vocal. So that's why you hear sustained notes and not like super rhythmic notes or crazy drums here and there. It's all around like creating a bed for that vocal to sit on, not covering it up and distracting from it. Just because I was I was so drawn to that vocal, I thought it was amazing. The hook is is memorable and the delivery is really spot on. And then I would also just point out that like the atmospheres that are in that track really provide that Rufus vibe. That's a, That's what I was going for is kind of an emotional vibe, lots of synths in the background, reverb on the vocal, a lot of different techniques I use to give it that emotional feel. So yeah, really happy with 
how that came together with the vocal plus all the synths I layered on and the drums and how it all came together in the end.
With having such a musically diverse background, I have to know, what are your musical inspirations? For me, my inspirations would be, I'll name three here. So I would say first, Nora and Pierre. That was the first house show I ever went to at the Umatent at Coachella 2017. And that was the first festival that I ever went to. So that was really special for me. And, and that's something that really connected me with house music and the crowd and just the energy in the Umatent at Coachella. My friends actually dragged me out there and convinced me to go to my first festival. I, I wasn't really into electronic music at all before that. So it's been kind of a recent thing, you know, last six years that that I got into festivals. I, I wasn't going to festivals before that. And Nora really showed me the energy of her crowd, the emotion, her connection to the crowd and, and what people were doing, dancing and vibing to her music in the Yuma tent at Coachella. I really love the uniqueness behind her sound. She brings in violins. She brings in percussion elements that really give her a unique sound. Number two, I'd say probably Gorgon City. I really like what they're doing with their their label that they launched. Again, I think their sound is really unique too. Their bass lines are super powerful and driving. A lot of audiences connect with them right off the bat. They bring in vocals on the top of those driving bass lines. I just love the energy that they bring as well. And then third, I would say Camel Fat. I, I was really drawn to Cola when I heard that track come out first and they blew up from that track with Elderbrook. I think that track, like, Everybody sung along to that vocal. The hook was amazing. And it was, again, just something that's kind of unique and not repeated. It's not like every other artist did something like that track when it came out. I think it was kind of a trailblazing track in a sense. And then Elderbrook took off from that track as well. So that was really cool to see them do that. Yeah, so those are a few of my top inspirations. You know, I love learning about an artist's equipment and their setup. Can you tell me any piece of equipment that you use or you consider to be a must-have? Honestly, I'm I'm really basic with my setup. My studio is literally just my computer, some headphones, some studio monitors to check in from from time to time. I check songs on my car speakers, my monitors, and my headphones. But I don't have anything fancy. I don't even use a keyboard. I don't have like hardware synthesizers all around my studio or anything that's tricked out. I'm I'm very basic with it. And that's something that I kind of learned from John Summit is like you don't need the best equipment to be really good at music or produce good tracks. You just need a computer and headphones and you can do it from wherever you are, coffee shop, your studio, vacation. So I don't have anything crazy in my studio or anything that it, I really need. But I would say like I, I definitely love the Ableton system and just everything I can do in there and playing around with the Ableton stock plugins and just software that I find online. I'm pretty basic with my setup, but I just love digging into and getting really nerdy with uh, the software behind music production. You know, I respect that. I, I, I get not having a lot of stuff and using the basic of what you have. But I got to know, is there any piece of equipment that you wish you could have in your arsenal? I do wish that I had more hardware gear. So like keyboard systems and synthesizers that are more analog sounding and, and hardware synthesizers as opposed to just within the within the DAW and the software that I use. Uh, there's some really cool videos out there of like crazy wires and cables hooked up to analog gear that's really expensive up on, in crazy studios. And, you know, people like Dead Mouse, his studio, and a lot of the guys in like Trance or Progressive House, they have a lot of that, that equipment that's pretty 
nice and expensive out there. I don't have any like hardware gear like that. So that's something that would be really exciting for me to to mess around with. Even if it's at someone else's studio or someone I'm collaborating with, that would be really exciting to use some hardware gear, hardware synths. I just think that the the sound you get out of those is really unique compared to what you can get in software. So that, yeah, I would say that if I could wish for something, an upgrade to my studio, probably just some some analog hardware synthesizers. Okay, that's cool, man. And before I let you go, what are some of your upcoming projects that we can expect from you? So Believe really got me motivated with just getting back into the studio consistently and putting a lot of hours into the studio post-release. So I'm working on some projects with some exciting singers right now. Yeah, just working with some some really cool singers and then targeting some exciting collabs next year. That's something that I haven't really invested in too much. I'm pretty early in my career in music, so collaborations are going to be really key and really fun for me to to get into. So that's a little bit about what I'm working on right now, just hitting the studio really hard, working with singers, targeting some really exciting collaborations coming up. Well, thanks, Pepper Jack, for joining me. I really appreciate you being here. And for everybody that's listening, head over to his Instagram. It's at Pepper Jack Music. That's Instagram.com at P-E-P-E-R-J-V-C-K-M-U-S-I-C. You can also head over to Spotify and you can look up Pepper Jack there for the latest on his tracks. This has been the Mason Vera Payne Show. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to hear more? Head to WGNRadio.com for exclusive content by Mason. Also, follow Mason on Facebook and Twitter at Mason Vera Payne. That's all one word. And don't forget to share the show with your friends. 